Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast-emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Chen Long, Secretary General of Alibaba's Luohan Academy, recently spoke at ADBI on the future of financial services access and use in underserved areas of Asia and the Pacific as digital development accelerates. In this podcast, Chen describes inclusive finance challenges and opportunities in the fintech era and signs of new breakthroughs in the region. Good finance is finance that is accessible, affordable, and has a variety of services that satisfy different needs, and finally, and crucially, it's, it's sustainable. Now, this four goals sounds simple, but it, I think I would argue it almost never happened in human history. So if I have to summarize the key challenges in finances, I think there are at least two. The first is that sometimes we call this the 2080 rule. So uh, only 20% of the companies and the wealthy people have adequate financial services globally. And there's too many people or especially SMEs do not have adequate financial services. And the second challenge is that even in the areas uh, when finance is available, finance actually tends to chase its own goal rather than serve the real economy. I want to talk about how, how this technology can make a difference in this regard. The newcomers tends to embrace it uh, with much more enthusiasm, according to a survey from the, from the uh, United Nations. And it asks the, the percentage of people who would welcome mobile payment. And in countries like uh, India, Indonesia, China, about like 90% of people think it's good. Uh, but in, if you go to uh, look countries like uh, uh, Japan, Germany, and uh, many others, uh, uh, France, it's like uh, 30%. So more advanced countries, they have more mature services. So the, the emerging markets has a... Uh, it has advantage. They could move very fast. Why is the emerging market they want to embrace this much faster? Because in the emerging markets, like you have close to 2 billion people do not have the transaction account. Of course, they want to embrace it um, much more. Mobile internet and the uh, IoT, it connects the, all of us together. And then it's the big data, AI and the cloud computing. It means the way we process, gather information, process information to assess risk is changing. And finally, both big data and the blockchain are building trust systems. They are, these are the building blocks uh, of the of technological building blocks of finance. If they are changing, that's the way we do finance. The efficiency we do finance are, are changing. I think emerging markets can do wonders if they, if they embrace uh, technology uh, quickly. Chen Long points to the acceleration of fintech-driven financial inclusion in the People's Republic of China, or PRC, as an example of its transformative potential. In the past 10 years, uh, we experienced in China, China's, uh, uh, it's the e-commerce. China's online consumption accounts for 1% of uh, retail sales uh, back in 2009, which was below actually many of the other countries. But in the past 10 years, trans- China has transformed itself, becomes the leader. It, it, the, the, its online consumption accounts for about one quarter of the retail uh, sales in China. So both in terms of amount and the percentage it leads in, in the world. So a lot of people know China is rising, but the, I think uh, what's understated was that China's economy, it's not only more and more consumption-driven, it's also more and more 
e-consumption driven. So transform itself into a mobile style uh, lived country. You know, China's mobile payment was roughly on par with United States, which was nothing back in 2011. After seven, eight years, China's um, mobile payment is like trillions of uh, U.S. dollars, which is like hundreds times of United States. Also, China has more than a billion uh, Internet users. The majority of them are uh, mobile payment users. So again, China talking about inclusion in terms of payment. China has done, uh, I think it's a miracle. And also, it's not just very uh, accessible. It's also very safe. The fraud, fraud loss rate uh, for the for Alipay's mobile payment fraud loss rate was lower than one millionth, which means I have to meet roughly a million people to meet to, to meet one person that can lose money. Now in the United States, we know that the the, the cards uh, charge the merchants, and the, the fee was is around between one or several percent. In China, it's lower than it's six. 0.6% or lower, so one scale lower. And regarding the, the P2P transfer, the money transfer, the United States is part of 1%, depends on who's providing it, but uh, uh, in China, it's, it's, it's free, uh, uh, P2P. So we actually use the, use the uh, mobile payment service, so transfer even a penny, uh, one RMB. You don't use the POS machine, post machine, because that's expensive. You see, talking about SMEs, you just need to have a sheet of paper. You use a QR code, it just reduces the threshold down to like zero. It's literally zero. Chen Long explains how developments in fintech and micro-lending are making it possible for more startups and entrepreneurs to gain access to finance in a way that sidesteps traditional bank lending barriers. On Alibaba's platform, we have more than 10 million active SMEs, startups. Half of the entrepreneurs, I'm not talking about the employees, I'm talking about entrepreneurs, half of them are women. And the uh, majority of them got the, uh, got the financing, micro-lending, right from early stage from us. For the banks, you can see that the initial costs probably several thousand RMB for banks. It's not, it's not worthy for them to provide loans only several thousand RMB. We try to work with banks, so we give them a hundred uh, users, we tell them these are good, trustworthy users, but they really turn the top two into the bank uh, uh, borrowers. The rest of them, they return to us. Uh, so we were forced to start to use the big data. We, we, we have provided funds to, to more than 20 million SMEs. The average loan size is only 30,000 RMBs. Well, very small amount, very uh, distributed because of the uh, technology. In China's uh, commercial banks, more than 80% of the commercial lo- the loans are collateral-based. It's very hard for us to get much of it. But this is the age that information becomes a collateral. So that is very related to the inclusive finance we are talking about. Chen Long concludes by projecting how changes in finance will impact financial inclusion and the broader economy in the future. The number one trend is that that... Digital technology is making finance much more integrated with the real economy. So traditionally, finance is separate from the use cases, from the supply chain, production, sales, social network, whatever it is. It's just separated. You just have to go to the banks at when, let's say, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, tells them exactly what you need. But now they're much more integrated, you see, because the economy is being digitized, which means then and that provides the information. And that information also makes the, it solves the two key problems in finance. Firstly, it tells, it helps the finance providers to know, uh, to know the need, uh, demand for finance in real time. 
Okay. Uh, secondly, it actually have real time information to assess the risk. So that's the that's why we see the finance can go so fast, so much more inclusive in a short span of period. The second trend is that uh, finance is becoming more and more user centric. Okay. So uh, traditionally, uh, you have the you, you can get access to finance. So you see, the traditionally is the insurance uh, payment. Banks, they all provide finance in separate ways. They they do their assessment, risk assessment separately. But more and more, I think they will become much more user-centric, just like happening in any other industry. Uh, and then it's also happening in finance. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org.